Welcome to this segment from J Revolution. We are a non-profit evangelism and discipleship organization aiming to evangelize and disciple the lost, as well as help believers deepen their relationship and intimacy with God. We hope that you will be greatly blessed by this segment taken from our J Revolution Neogenesis program. Once you start practicing your 555, you might start feeling that some of the thoughts or impressions you are getting are from God. And you may be wondering and asking yourself, how could you really be sure that what you've heard or received is from God? It will take some time for you to discern or decipher what is from God or just your own thoughts. However, there are some simple ways for you to determine or to know what is and isn't from God. Number one. It's in agreement with scripture. God will never tell you something that contradicts the word of God. For example, he will never tell you to commit adultery or tell you to take advantage of someone. Number two, the confirmation of circumstances. God could tell you to do something that may not make sense at the time, but as circumstances unfold and fall into place, you will realize that what you heard was clearly from God. Number three, the peace of God. Colossians chapter three, verse 15 says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. When God is revealing something to you, you will have peace and thankfulness. When you are praying about making a decision and you make a decision based on what you feel God is telling you to do, a clear way to know that you made the right choice is that you won't feel anxious or confused, but you will feel at peace with the decision that you have made. Beware if the peace of God is not there. Unrest or pressure from people or yourself to act hastily is a sign that God isn't in it. And finally, number four, confirmation from other believers. You may feel like God is telling you something but might not be completely sure. At times, when necessary, God may send someone to share a prophecy or word with you that will confirm what He has been saying to you. Remember, when you start writing things down that come to your mind, don't panic and worry about what it is from God and what is from your own mind. In time, it will become clearer. Beware of Satan's counterfeits. Isaiah chapter 8 verse 19 to 22 says, When someone tells you to consult mediums and spirits who whisper and mutter, should not a people inquire of their God? Why consult the dead on behalf of the living? Consult God's instruction and the testimony of warning. If anyone does not speak according to this word, they have no light of dawn. Distressed and hungry, they will roam through the land when they are famished. They will become enraged and looking upward will curse their king and their God. Do not consult mediums, witch doctors, fortune tellers or card readers. These will open you to dangerous demonic activities in your life. Whatever you need to know about your life and future, you should receive from God and God alone.
Worship. In the first session of J Revolution, Neo Genesis, we discussed and explained the makeup of the human being. One key part of our makeup is that we are created by God to worship Him and to worship Him only. However, after separation from God through sin, human beings started expressing their need to worship in different ways and to different things, objects, or personal idols. You may feel that because you don't worship any objects or idols, and may not be very religious, that worship doesn't apply to you. But just because you may not be worshipping an image or an idol, or some foreign god, that doesn't mean that you don't have idols in your life, or that you are not worshipping anything. The heart of man needs to worship, and if it's not God, your heart will automatically worship something else. It could be a job, or money, financial security, material things, a relationship with a person that you obsess over, and to put all your energy into. It's pretty easy to ascertain what your heart worships. Just look at what you think about, obsess over, and spend most of your time on. Is it your career that you give the most attention to in your life? Over your family, friends, hobbies, etc. Is your romantic relationship where you put all your energy into, obsess over and which dictates your moods or how you're feeling? Is it being popular, liked and respected by those around you? Are you always obsessing about what people think about you, say about you, and how they view you? Is it having beautiful, valuable things, a beautiful home, a fancy car, or the latest gadgets? When you accepted Jesus Christ into your life, you confessed to Him as your Lord and Savior. Therefore, your heart should only worship God and no other. Now that you are born again and in relationship with God, your worship needs to be expressed to God through Christ. Worship needs to be something you practice daily to God. It's not just about singing songs of worship, although that is an important aspect of it, and it's important to include this in your 555, especially as your time with God naturally starts to develop and grow. But it's about deciding that God is the most important priority in your life above everything else, and purposely and actively practicing putting Him first, spending time with Him and obeying Him. So you may ask yourself, what happens if I don't worship God or put Him first, but continue to live and give priority to all things that I used to in the past? Not living your life and prioritizing it in the right way will have serious consequences and impact on every aspect of your life. The Bible teaches us that we should put God first and everything else we need will be added to us. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 reads as follows, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Just like we have physical universal laws like the law of gravity, there are spiritual laws. For example, you reap what you sow is a spiritual law, and as much as you may or may not like it, it applies to your life. In the same way when you don't put God first in your life, it will always be unbalanced, and you will spend more and more time trying to get things to work in your own strength. This is a spiritual law. When you put God first in your life, then the rest will start falling into place. But when you put something else or something else first, 
it will start to slowly fall apart and you will spend more and more time trying to get it working and less time with God as it consumes more and eventually all your time and energy. I have had countless people tell me they are too busy to spend time with God because of work, financial issues and family demands and many other reasons. The truth is they will spend more and more time getting burnt out, stressed out and exhausted trying to make it all work perfectly and it will probably never get much better. The only solution is to put God first, no matter how impossible it may seem at first, then the rest will start falling into place. Putting God first is the key way we worship Him. Corporate worship, for example, in a church or small group setting is also an important form of worship that should be expressed in your life once you have received Christ. To conclude, worship should be part of your quiet time with God every day. God should be your highest priority and you should be participating in corporate worship regularly too. Obedience to God is also a form of worship and in fact one of the highest forms of worship. By putting this into practice you will effectively fulfill God's designed purpose to worship which will permeate into all areas of your life in the form of many blessings. Thank you for taking the time to listen. We hope you enjoyed this segment from our J-Revolution Neogenesis program. For access to our full program and other free resources we have available to help you deepen your relationship with God, visit us at www.jrevolution.net.